2: The Manawat Caves is intended for mature audiences. It contains strong language and depictions of bullying, violence, and sexual assault that some may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Also, this is an extremely immersive experience, and headphones are recommended. You're listening to The Manawalk Caves, a production of iHeartRadio, Blumhouse Television, and Psychopia Pictures.
3: of note there were
4: and can you describe these wounds
2: there were puncture wounds and cuts Hmm. was there anything about the pattern of these injuries that would indicate the type of weapon used incised wounds are caused most obviously by knives but are also caused by well scissors and even blunter instruments like screwdrivers these type wounds have certain features they're usually slit-like but when the object is removed or pulled from the flesh, the skin contracts, leaving a wound that is slightly shorter than the blade width. Also, the center wound often widens a bit. Scissors stab wounds with closed scissors leave a Z shape, like the ones found on these victims, yes. So,
5: scissors, like this pair here, found in James Fincher's
6: house, would certainly cause such injuries, yes? Objection. Your Honor, the expert is here to testify to factual matters. Questions presented should not presuppose or suggest the answer.
3: Your Honor, we are only asking the expert's opinion here. Overruled. Can the prosecution please rephrase the question? In your expert
4: opinion, could scissors like these found in the home of the accused
2: cause such
4: injuries yes August 10th it's almost midnight I'm at Dina's place I remember going to Solomon Smith's place I remember getting out of my car and walking around his house I remember strange deer and that's it That's it. Next thing I know, I'm sitting in a jail cell, duly arresting me for arson, but anyone could tell that they were just trying to hold me in place while they figured out all the sordid details of how it happened, how the house burned down. They had nothing to go on. I called Jill Campbell, and she called LeBlanc.
5: Salas, may bail. Here's your stuff.
4: Thanks. You got everything? I believe so. You're free to go. Mr. Solis. Mr. LeBlanc. Look, I'm really sorry for all the trouble. I don't know what happened exactly. I was just trying to find out more about what Solomon Smith... Yeah,
5: let's let's not overthink it. There's a lot happening. And emotions are all on high.
4: How much was my bail?
5: Don't... Don't worry about that right now. Pulled a few strings. I was able to get it considerably reduced. You will have to come back for an arraignment. Okay. The important thing is that you're all right. I want you to get some rest. Dina insisted you stay with her tonight, but between us, I think it would be best for you not to overstay your welcome. We need her calm and collected right now. We don't need her playing hostess this week. Of course. She's outside. You ride with her, and I'm going to meet you all over there to regroup in a bit after I take care of some court documents. I still need your signature, though. Right. I'm afraid we're out of time for any changes, but this clearly states that your 2007 testimony was false. And Julian, they found Tyler Wilson. Where? On Griff Washington's property. Apparently he had some homemade explosives. We think he was trying to blow up the entrance to the cave. Is he here? He's dead.
4: A DNA test proving Deacon was the father of her unborn child. She rebutted with a proof of the Hadley boy's own guilt if any legal moves were made against her brother. And so she created a stalemate. If her brother was going to jail, so were Bobby Hadley's sons. And if Bobby would back down, she'd keep the rape out of the papers and no one would ever know about it.
2: Somebody scream, with the hell?
0: Feedback, look, how long does it find you When you're all
4: alone? Truly, totally, I'm telling you this, shut the fuck up! Turn around and kneel! Get your hands raised! What's the point, of, you know? Stop Get the right to remain silent. If you think you say can, it will be held against you in a court of law. I'm so sorry. You
6: keep saying that. <laughs> Jesus, what the fuck is wrong with you? Jesus. Would you believe this ain't the first time I've been to the sheriff's station today, Julian? They also arrested my son last night.
4: Oh no, Dina, I'm
6: uh, You're what? I'm so- oh oh wait, let me guess. You're sorry. He snuck out again, and they caught him smashing windows at Carter High School. What? Excellent question. All he said was it wasn't his idea. Said his friends told him to do it.
2: Who?
6: Well, that's the fucking thing, Julian. I don't know who Jimmy's friends are, which is why I'm so fucking troubled. (sighs) And also, I... I heard about Tyler... I know he was your friend, so now I guess it's my turn to say it. I'm sorry, Julia.
4: Yeah, well, I, I don't know what to think.
6: <laughs> How about we just be quiet? Sure.
2: Hey, folks, this is Bobby Hadley of Hadley Pony
6: and Sheriff. You can't ever escape it.
4: Dina was right. This town is like purgatory. For her, most of all. A series of winding paths all leading to dead ends. Unbreakable cycles. The poor stay poor. The rich stay rich. The victims stay victimized. She might have made it out. A long time ago. If it hadn't have been for what happened. I found this yearbook on a table here in Dina's house. Carter High, class of 07. We were babies. I'd forgotten how long my hair was then. Finch was in there. His eyes like that of a child during a war. And Tyler, with his mullet and shit-eating grin, looking authentically tough. I flipped past his picture before getting lost in thought, I'm not yet ready to deal with the idea that he's no longer here. Then I saw Dino's picture. Maybe the last picture taken of her previous self. Last image from across the border in time and space that separates what she is now from who she could have been. Now, she's a single mom with a shit job, working her ass off to support her delinquent teen son, Jimmy. No family, no support in a town that scorns her all for the slim hope that she can somehow right all the wrongs that she herself never committed long hours on her feet bagging groceries for people who whisper behind her back just to pay the rent on a rickety shithole house at the edge of town her child unclaimed by his paternal family who with the stroke of a pen could cast light into a dim present and give hope to an uncertain future was isolated she and Jimmy were alone alone in the world why didn't you take Jimmy and leave this place a beast get the hell out of Pottsville for Christ's sakes well I guess when you're alone in the world running away to some other part of it doesn't really change much
6: probably a little cluttered so
4: no seriously don't worry about it.
6: Jimmy Carol Ann? Hey, Miss Venture. Is, is everything okay? Where's Jimmy? He's in his room. How was the lesson? He wouldn't come out. What do you mean?
0: He locked himself in his room and wouldn't let me in either. He called me some nasty things. What things? It's okay. I don't want to talk about it.
6: So there was no lesson? I tried to call you. I'm sorry, Carolina. I... I don't know what's gotten into him. Well, if I may say so, I think it's his friends. Friends? He keeps talking about them. Says they told him to call me what he called me. Were other kids over today? No, I... Maybe his high school friends? I don't... I have to go home now. Let me just... 30 okay for today? It's okay. Like I said, there was no lesson, so... That's not your fault, though. Please take it. I'm sorry, Miss Fincher. I think this is going to need to be my last session. Wait, what? What did he say to you? It wasn't that. It's... Before he went to his room, he was... Inappropriate. He... He touched me. Groped me. Oh, my God. uh I... I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. I, I need to go. Uh... God damn it. James Morgan Fincher, get out here now! You mind brewing some coffee filters above the coffee maker grounds are in that jar? Jill and Ed are going to be here any minute. Jimmy, I swear to God! What the fuck? I'm coming! God!
4: I tried not to listen in, but that's when I noticed the yearbook on talking? the table. I picked it up and flipped First through
6: part, it. if you ever lock the door again, I'll take it off its fucking hinges. Now look at me. Look me in the eye. What? What did you do? Nothing. What the hell happened with Carol Ann, Jimmy? What happened? said nothing. Did you touch her? They made me do it. Who? Who made you do what exactly? They said to tell her she was nothing but a fat breeder. I'm sorry, what? I didn't want to. Then why did you? Because they dared me to and Call me a pussy. They said they were going to hurt my birds. Who? Who, Jimmy? Guys? What guys? Are these boys from your school? No. Then who? It's none of your damn business. You are mistaken about that. Who? Guys from the cave. Wait, what? What did you just say? I told you to never, ever, ever go there. Have you been going there, Jimmy? No, I didn't go there. They're just from there. Shit. Jimmy, we are not done with this conversation. You are grounded indefinitely. No video games, no TV. Fuck you! And don't forget to feed the bird and give the dog his medicine. Hey,
4: Dina. I'm fine to find another hotel staying here is too much. What's that? Oh, I, I saw this line on the table with your old yearbook. I figured it was yours or Finch's.
6: No, not mine. the drive wasn't too bad for you? Ran into some
5: weather near Johnson City, but that's to be expected this time of year. Hey, Julian. We were worried about you.
6: Who the hell can that be?
5: We expecting any more surprise guests?
6: No, not that I know of. Can I help you? Come in.
5: Well, who is it? Jesus Christ,
0: Bobby Hadley. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry.
1: Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
0: Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com.
3: This is Bobby Hadley of Hadley Pontiac Chevrolet. And if there's one thing I know, it's the importance of family. When my daddy, Big Bobby, first opened Hadley Pontiac Chevrolet, he had one goal in mind. To give you and your family a safe, reliable ride home at a fair price. And we've carried on that family tradition. Isn't that right, honey?
1: That's right, baby. This month, we're running a special on these gorgeous family vans to take your kids to school or to camp out during summer break. Oh, you got something
4: to add, Thomas? Just that the prices are out of this world. (laughs) Good job, son. Hey, Deacon, ain't you got something to say? Hadley Pontiac
5: Chevrolet. It's It's a family
3: family tradition. tradition.
4: I don't know how Bobby Hadley couldn't have known he was raising monsters. Chicken, but, uh, uh, There's a kind of benign neglect that leads to malignancy.
2: Oh, it's just being,
4: being too soft a parent, leaving children to their own devices, can make them into monsters. Well, he should learn to fight back and not be
3: such a pussy. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just messing with you, huh?
4: Bobby and Mona were soft parents. Bobby busy with the dealership, Mona with her wine and the women's club of Pottsville. The boys did as they pleased, and we all know how that ended. At any rate, after the Hadley brothers were found murdered at the mouth of the cave, Bobby Hadley went underground for a little, to mourn. His whole future wiped away. Mona dealt with the loss differently. She left a week after the funeral took half of their savings with her, as the story goes. Maybe she couldn't stand all the ghosts. Bobby slowly returned to his business over the course of months. Still made it to church Sundays. Still went to the occasional town hall meeting. But he wasn't the same. Thinner, less jovial, less brash, just less. A man who had everything, except the thing that counted. I know he must have known about his grandson, Dina's baby Jimmy. Everyone else in town did, but he couldn't seem to reconcile the thought of his beloved sons being involved in an act that would lead to Jimmy's existence. And so he created a wall in his mind, and in his heart, a wall of denial, and he kept his distance, until...
5: Jesus Christ,
6: Bobby Hadley.
3: Deputy Campbell.
5: It's just Miss Campbell now, Mr. Hadley.
6: You remember Julian Solis from the trial, I assume?
3: Oh well, I. Uh, and this is
6: James's uh, defense attorney, Mr. LeBlanc. You remember my brother, James Finch?er
5: Is he here to support our case? Uh,
3: no. no. I'm here to talk to Miss Finch, Dina. About what? About the. B- about the boy about Jimmy uh yeah I was gonna
6: let me get you some coffee
3: oh okay
6: we have sugar but we're out of milk
3: Oh no just black thank you Dina went for the coffee and left Bobby
4: standing there sweat forming on his brow his face red, struggling to breathe normally, staring at the pictures on the wall and on the mantle. Pictures of little Jimmy in his baseball uniform. Pictures of James Fincher, too, from when he was a boy. I could see the wheel spinning behind his eyes, maybe the first time he'd ever considered either of those people, James Fincher or his grandson Jimmy, as actual human beings. Nobody said a word until Dina came back with a mug
3: of coffee.
6: Here you go. What you got there?
3: Uh, The box. Oh, it's just some family stuff. For. For your son. For Jimmy. Um, in case you. In case you want him to know about. The other side of his family. Maybe we should step outside. No,
6: you can stay. Everybody stay. Why would you want him to know about the other side of his family, Mr. Hadley?
3: Well, I just... I thought... I thought...
6: Why are you showing up right now? Here at my house.
3: I just... Can I put the box down? Go on. Miss Fincher, I I didn't mean to intrude. I mean, I, I... I didn't have your number, but... I've been thinking about... Know, the past and the future, and I've been thinking about all that for a very long time now. And well, I, I didn't know. I didn't know whether I should ever try to contact you, or if you'd even, well, you'd even be willing to listen. But but now that I'm here, I just look. I'm really sorry about everything. About how, oh my God, about how all the all the things. That, well, geez, listen. I've been praying about it. Praying. (laughs) Yes, I have. And Reverend Perkins came to me and suggested that maybe I come talk to you. And he he did it unbidden. And I thought, well, I just thought, I thought maybe that's something. Maybe that's the Lord telling me.
6: The Lord? (laughs) Look,
3: all I'm saying is is Hmm. I want to meet him. The boy. Jimmy
6: mm-hmm and
3: and I don't know just think about it just pray on it maybe I I, I don't know if you'd you pray anyway I, I guess just consider it and well in the meantime I brought some things about his history about us look him over. please left my number in an envelope in the box. I'll leave you all to it
4: Jesus Christ
5: Cigarette break, anybody?
4: Dina went through the box immediately Old pictures going back generations Xerox copies of diaries, birth certificates An old copy of the Bible inscribed to Mona Hadley A little cross-section of history And then Videotapes Three or four Thomas and Deacon's names written in a neat feminine hand on the label and an envelope with Dina's name in a slob hand Inside a slip of paper with Bobby's cell number on it and a check for $10,000 with the memo reading for the future We wrapped up the meeting shortly thereafter Want a beer? I don't know Whiskey Yes you don't have to watch the tapes.
6: Of course I do. Why do you think I'm offering you booze?
4: <laughs> huh. You're going to consider letting them in?
6: I don't know. On one hand, that family always seemed rotten to the core. On the other...
4: It's an escape plan.
6: He could go to college. Mm-hmm. He could get the fuck out of here. Yeah. God, what would James think if I did let him in?
4: I feel like you'd understand, do you know? I really do.
6: Well, the courage, Dan.
2: here, here.
4: The videotapes were just what you'd think. Old family movies, but with the people you hate most in the world. Thomas and Deacon playing T-Ball, Cub Scout Pinewood Derbies. I watched Dina watch these boys at first with a cold glare, and then an intense sort of curiosity. And then I fell asleep.
5: Okay, okay. Now do
6: the big one. Julian, wake up. <laughs> Come on.
4: I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up.
6: Hey. 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 You fell asleep in front of the TV. <clears throat> well,
4: so I did. Sorry. the whiskey.
6: <laughs> Why don't you go splash some water on your face and I'll finish up dinner?
4: That yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Thanks. <clears throat>
2: Shit, you see that handheld
4: come up? <laughs> Little fucking monsters.
2: Oh,
4: yeah. That's
5: right, you're thinking we were born bad, right? I mean, that's not what the old
4: man thinks. He thinks he made us monsters. What the fuck? Ah, Jesus, right then the lightning struck a transformer outside of Dina's house and the power window. Oh, fuck. I moved to the window and saw the fog was back. <sighs> Along with hundreds of screeching bats flapping by the window in a What the hell? Hey.
5: Mm. Put it in the mailbox. (laughs) Oh shit. Yeah, alright.
4: Hour's out. Except for the TV, that is. The images of young Thomas and Deacon still flickering across the screen.
5: I mean, Dad tried his best. I guess. But there's only so much you can do, outside influences
4: and all. (laughs) I shit. My earliest memories are wanting to hurt stuff. I guess you can turn that out of a kid if you work hard enough. (laughs) That's quite beautiful, Deacon. Oh man, she seems to be trying her best, but that kid in the other room—he's got it in his blood. Mm-hmm. He had no problem calling that fat bitch babysitter of his what she was. Jimmy, what the fuck are you talking about?
5: That's true, true.
4: Oh, I right fucking now—he's learning anatomy on that little bird. Jimmy, it's too late to stop him. Jimmy. the boy is quite right in the head. <laughs> Neither were we. No!
5: There it is. He's in trouble now. <laughs> Jimmy, no! Why
6: did you do that, Jimmy? Look at me! Why would you do this? it
4: Jimmy, Jimmy. Dina, everything okay? Dina? Hey, Dina, you all right? It was too late for the burn. No! No! Apparently, Jimmy had used a pair of sewing scissors to bisect the poor creature.
2: Tucker as Julian Solace. Eddie Gathegi as James Fincher, Clark Peters as Detective Solomon Smith, Nick Searcy as Sheriff Kirby Hooper, Justin Wellborn as Tyler Wilson, Jill Jane Clements as Jill Campbell, Brad Carter as Dooley Tappert, Scott Poitras as Reverend Perkins, Samantha Ashley as Dina Fincher, Justin Matthews Smith as Paul Solace. Tara Oakes as Laura Solace. Jonathan Horn as Deacon Hadley. Alden Karanovich as Thomas Hadley, Mike W. Anderson as Griff Washington, Bodie Walteroth as Jimmy Fincher, Brian McClure as Ian Spinks, Larry Clark as Bobby Hadley, Peyton Fallis as Ed LeBlanc, Vic Palizas as William Fowler, Nick Tikoski as Richard Rydell, and Aileen Loy as The Darkness. With additional performances by Clint McGowan, Dina Dill, Edward Howard, Henry Foster Brown, Jamie Joseph, Juan Monsalves, Christopher Curry, Bailey Heineman, David Mitchell, and Bernard Sotaro Clark. Created by Connell Byrne and Dan Bush. Written by Dan Bush, Zoe Cooper, and Nicholas Tikoski. Featuring our theme song, Killer Inside. Written, produced, and performed by Lyra Lynn. Our executive producers are Matt Frederick, Alexander Williams, Michael Monti, and Courtney Dufries. Our executive producers at Blumhouse Television are Jeremy Gold, Chris Dickey, and Noah Feinberg. Produced by Dan Bush. Music by Ben Lovett. Additional music by Alexander Rodriguez. Edited by Dan Bush, Chris Childs, Stephen Perez, and David Chen. Sound design by Benjamin Balcom. Additional sound design by Alexander Rodriguez. Dialogue editing and sound mixing by Juan Campos. Recorded at Studio Awesome in Los Angeles. Soundbite Studio in Atlanta, and Echo Mountain in Asheville. Casting by Sunday Bowling Kennedy and Meg Mormon. Our dialect coach is Linda Basesti. Assistant Director, Michael Monte. Second Assistant Director, Script Supervisor, and Production Coordinator, Sarah Klein. Supervising Producer, Josh Thane. Special thanks to Mary Ellen and Jason Davis, Jonathan Dieter, and Joe Rickman. The Manowoc Caves is a production of iHeartRadio, Blumhouse Television, and psychopia pictures.
1: Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. We went from normal life, healthy
6: child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance.